On today's episode of Lockdown Lightning, we talk about the Lightning's 5-2 win at home. Just getting off from a slow start, but they pulled it back together to win at home. 8-1-1 in their last 10 and plus adding another win to their win streak, putting them up to five. We talk all about that and more on, on today's episode. But first, let's play that music. You're Locked on Lightning, your daily podcast on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I would like to thank all of you for making us your first listen of the day. If you're watching us on YouTube, please go ahead and give us a thumbs up. And also, if you're listening to us on a podcast platform, please go ahead and like and subscribe to this podcast. We really, really appreciate it. So on today's episode of Locked On Lightning, we'll be discussing the 5-2 win at home against the Ottawa Senators. The Lightning got off to a slow start, but pulled it, managed to pull it together to pull off an impressive win at home. All three of their stars, Braden Point, Steven Stankos, and Nikita Kucherov, all get on the board in the goal-scoring column the second night in a row. So why don't we start there? Because really, I've spoken about this, and and on the next episode, I think it will probably be more appropriate if if they do keep all doing if they keep if they all score once again. We have to talk about how this team is just so much better when all three of those guys uh, score goals or even just get on the stat sheet in general. Uh, just how it pr- propels this team to just another level of play. So, really, what ha- stuck out to me in this game and and it ties in with these three guys scoring is that. And we saw it early on, and this is nothing new to Lightning fans, especially if you've been watching this team for a while, is that really the Lightning are probably one of the worst starters out of any team in the National Hockey League. They are just notoriously slow, and we've seen it throughout this entire season. We've seen it over the last couple of years as well, and really, that is really the issue for them. Uh, they've they go through ups and downs with their play here and there, but really the one thing that has been consistent with this Lightning team is the fact that they just cannot get it together in the first five minutes of a game. You saw it in this one as well, no, and, and even not in this game. It's it's every game for the most part. It's it's and I, and I understand that there in every hockey game there's there's a there's a feeling out period, but. The Lightning know the Ottawa Senators pretty well. This is the third time they've played all season long. They're in the same division. So really, there shouldn't be that long of a feeling out period. And especially when you have your top goaltender in net, it's and and I'm not laying any blame on Vasilevsky. He did everything he could in this game. And, you know, if you're listening to this, if you're just jumping in right now, you'd probably think that the Lightning lost last night. And I don't want to make too much of a big deal out of this, but... This is the kind of thing where we haven't seen it yet over the last couple of years, but I would have to imagine at some point, especially in the playoffs coming up, where the Lightning are going to run into a situation where they're going to be their most their most worst enemy. And thankfully, we haven't seen that yet, but something something's got to give at some point, and there's going to be some team that's going to come along at some point who's going to be able to consistently exploit that flaw in their play. 
And speaking of flaws in their play, the one thing that I have really really been kind of concerned about over the last couple of games and we've seen it is the lightning's soft play uh defending in front of their net uh they're allowing players to to get uh create space for themselves in front of vasileski now obviously vasileski being one of the best goaltenders in the world uh he's able to to bail the lightning out more times than not but really the thing that is most concerning is that the last two goal the last two games the goals that they've given up in this game and then the previous game have been right on the doorstep and i'm sure that's something that coach john cooper if he hasn't already will address with this team uh they they will practice tomorrow uh in the morning 10 30 skate at emily emily before they take on the penguins at seven o'clock tomorrow night but i'd be curious as to what the game plan will be for the Penguins. Obviously, they're very solid down the line with uh, Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin. So, I and those are two players that live right down there, right in front, and especially a big guy like Malkin who takes up a lot of space right in front of the creek, who in the in front of the crease, who's able to kind of divert Vasilevsky's uh, sight away from the puck and be able to create uh, very effective screens in front. I'm curious how the Lightning are going to be able to really com- combat that because I'm sure that's something that the Penguins have been looking at. If if they've been preparing for the Lightning, which I'm sure they have, I'm sure this is something that is on their list of things that they want to overemphasize. And we're really what the Lightning need to do is their defensemen to go out there and establish their dominance. Whether you want to give give up a couple of back checks, uh, a couple of cross-checking penalties, which I'm completely fine with because as we know, the Lightning uh, give, give up a lot of penalty time to the opposing team. So really what the Lightning need to do is kind of maybe just take control of that say okay you know what if you're going to go down there in front of our net if you're going to try and take up space in front of our goaltender well guess what you're going to get a couple of uh not so nice wake-up calls behind behind you so really what the lightning should do and i'm completely fine with this now if it gets a little egregious to the point where the lightnings are (laughs) consistently taking penalties for cross-checking or interference or all that stuff just because of this maybe over aggressive style of play that I'm proposing that they have. Um, Okay, then maybe you cut it off. Maybe you cut cut it out at certain points. But really what the Lightning need to do, and we don't really hear about this or, or speak about this that much on the show, is that the Lightning need to go down there and establish their dominance in their own zone. Uh, they, they need to send a message to Pittsburgh that this is the price you'll have to pay if you want to go down there. You know, you better take your chances up at the slot or, or you know, down low in the circles, but we're not going to let you go down into the low slot uh, right there. So that's something that I really want to see the Lightning do in the next game. And that's something that we kind of saw later on in the game. And part of the reason why I bring it up is because over the last couple of games, we've seen guys going hard into the net where they've haven't been making contact with, with Vasilevsky, but there's always that risk of that happening, especially on rushes. And we saw it very much in this game that the lightning responded well when Ottawa tried to do that. And that kind of ties in with the other point I wanted to make real quick before we head into the first break is that oftentimes with lesser teams, I've spoken about this probably just, to a, so much to a fault to where I'm even tired of talking about it. But really what it comes down to is that 
the Lightning often play down to the teams that are lower than them, just talent-wise. But we didn't see that this time with Ottawa. They came prepared. They knew what kind of energy Ottawa was going to bring. And and that's kind of what the lesser teams kind of run themselves into. And that's kind of probably their what one could say is the first mistake that these teams make against a team like the Lightning. And in the long run, makes the Lightning play better over the course of a game is the fact that they come out there with a lot of energy, uh, they, they want to play physical, and that almost forces the Lightning to take it to another level. And once you saw them kind of meet Ottawa at that level, that's when the game started to shift in favor of the Lightning, and then that's what eventually led uh, to this 5-2 win. So we'll talk about more about this game as well as the upcoming matchup against the Penguins in just a little bit. But first, I want to talk about one of today's sponsors, and that is Bet Online. Now, football might be over for the season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college. College hoops. Bet online remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, UFC odds, and also if you were following us then the Olympic coverage. So definitely look that up. For, keep that in mind for future Olympics as well as international events. Now head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online where the game starts. So if you're following us on YouTube, we're just going to keep the ball rolling. Uh, if you're listening to us on a platform, welcome back from the break. But yeah, going back to my point about this game, and, and that's kind of the thing that we haven't seen too often about with the Lightning is that when they play a team who wants to set the tone early energy-wise, we've kind of seen them, I wouldn't say shrink back to but to the point to where they kind of need to catch their breath. And we usually see them respond in the second period where the Lightning did a very good job of keeping their composure together. And a lot of that has to do with the play of Ross Colton, Corey Perry, and Patrick, Patrick Maroon and Anthony Sorelli, who have all been having fantastic years. And that really speaks to the versatility of this Lightning team and has really been the reasoning for their long-term success over the last couple of years, as well as their success this year, where they are very much in the conversation for not only taking the division at the end of the year, but possibly being in the conversation for the President's Trophy. Now, we'll have to wait and see what Colorado does because Colorado's having a fantastic season as well. But I don't really think that's something that the Lightning are particularly worried about right at, right at this point in time. I'm sure if you know it comes down to the last week or so and they're within a couple of points of the avalanche maybe maybe john cooper will let the horses out of the barn and we'll see maybe them take their play to a whole nother level which they already have which is scary to even think about considering the amount of injuries and and obstacles that this team has already had to face and they still have so many more games ahead of them so it's very and i spoke about this a couple of weeks ago so if you want to go back and to listen to this episode i posed the question with everything that's been going on with COVID, with injuries, with with guys in and out of the lineup for numerous reasons, and the Lightning where they are in the standings at this point in the season, have we seen them at their full potential? And we've seen spurts here and there. I think in this game, we definitely saw the Lightning for for the team that they really are. And they, they're an experienced team and their ability to stay composed throughout the ebbs and flows of a hockey game is really something that you can't teach that just goes with with time and experience. And, and really, it's so valuable 
to see this team be able to to handle that, especially the younger players on this team, the Cal Foots, the Andre Schusters, the Ross Coltons, the Matthew Josephs, uh, all the other all the other younger young players on this team, even Braden Point. Uh, the the amount of young players who who go out there with the composure of a 17 year veteran, I mean, it really speaks volumes not only about the development of this team, but it really goes it, it really speaks about you know what John Cooper has been able to accomplish over the last couple of years. And, and a lot of that has to do with the fact that the lightning have are, are so versatile and, and Co- coach Cooper is able to, to, to sub guys in and out of the lineup at, at a moment's notice uh, and, and be able to switch up the lines during the course of a game if need be. So, and, and co- combine all of that with deep runs in the playoffs. I mean, it, you know, we were, they were talking about it on the broadcast the other night, and and I firmly believe, uh, I, you know, I've I w- I've been hesitant a little bit all year, but I, I've been starting to kind of warm up to the idea, and and you know, I think I'm going to finally say in, in full confidence on this show is that the Lightning's chances of three peating they could do it. I I think they're the best team thus far that we have seen over the past twenty years that is most equipped to to three peat. And I'm not just saying that of recency bias because of where they are right now in the season, but for the reasons that I have just listed off over the last 10 minutes, uh, that this team is just, if you look top to bottom, I don't really see a hole. Now, the question is going to be, where do you fit Zach Bogosian in once he comes back? Now, that might take away some playing time from Cal Foot, which is really unfortunate to see, but it, and, and could cope pose a problem for Cal as as the season goes on and potentially as we run into the playoffs but it's a good problem to have and it, it goes and, and everything that I've just said really ties in with what how the course of that game last night against Ottawa uh, went and and you saw a team who was down early to nothing dug themselves a hole and then guys started going out there and and took the game by the reins and 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 just eased into scoring and and guys like Nikita Kucherov, Braden Point, Steven Stamkos, those guys. And, and I've stated it before. I stated it at the top of the show is that when those guys are on the ice with each other, they're the most lethal trio that I have seen ever. I don't think you could name a trio out there in the NHL that is even remotely as dangerous as these guys. Uh, and, and we're and we're very lucky and and I think it's it's almost you got to say that this team is almost unbeatable when those three guys are on the ice together and 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 when they all score and they all score goals um because really if you get those three guys on the ice not only are you getting three points out three goals out there if they all score but I think those three goals really they really inject a lot of lot of confidence in this team. And it, it's I think it's a level of confidence that we have not been able to see out of this team consistently uh, in a very long time, probably since they, they, they tied the record for most wins in a season back in 2019 when, uh, as we all know, they went on to unfortunately get bounced in the first round against Columbus. But... Yeah, I, I think that really what it comes down to is that this team is the best version of this team that we have seen all year. I still think there's a lot to improve. Uh, you know, most notably, they, they got to do a better job in front of their, their 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 presence in front of the net, not allow things to get crowded in front of Vasilevsky, allow Vasilevsky to get 
into the groove of things. And you got to play a full 60 minutes. We haven't really seen a lot of games this year in which the Lightning have played a full 60 minutes. Um, so that those are the two things that they need to improve upon. But you know what? You can't fault them for for how they've played recently, considering that they they the results are there. They've been munching points. Uh, how they've responded in moments of adversity. Um, it, it's really something to admire. And they did a very got very good job last night. And I, and I said it in the preview episode when it comes down to it. Uh, regardless of what you think they are in terms of their win loss and, and points, centers are a good team. And, uh, you know, the lightning had to be prepared for what was coming and they were, and that really comes down to veteran leadership. And we saw it right there in the stat sheet. You could look top to bottom and the leadership was there. So, uh, you know, this is probably the most satisfied, most happiest I've been with a lightning win all season long. I, I really hope to see this level of play uh, carried over in tomorrow night's game against Pittsburgh. That's going to be a very interesting matchup. I just, you know, we I, I spoke about it earlier on in the year uh, when these two teams faced on opening night. If there was ever a team out there, now I probably didn't say these exact words, but really what my pre what my point was was that if there was ever a team out there in the NHL that is in terms of at least veteran leadership. Now, you one can make the argument, uh, you could go position by position that obviously the Lightning are, are on top in terms of, you know, just level of talent. But what it comes down to is that if there was ever a team that is closest identically in terms of uh, how they go out there, how they handle handle things on the ice, it's the Pittsburgh Penguins. And a lot of that has to do with their recent success as well, uh, where they were the last team that had a chance to three-peat. So, you know, there's a lot of parallels to be drawn between these two teams. So thus far on the season, the Lightning are one and two against Pittsburgh. Uh, last matchup, well, actually, two, one, uh, Owen to excuse me. Uh, unfortunately, the Lightning have not fared and uh, well against the Pittsburgh Penguins thus far this season. Uh, actually, actually one and one. I'm all over the place with this today, people. But uh, so they split it thus far. Their last meeting was in October, a five-one win on the road in Pittsburgh. As we all know, opening night was unfortunate uh, result for the Lightning, losing six-two at Amelie as they raised the banner that night. But you know what? Some Every team has to start somewhere. Um, but, yeah, I, I would love to see how these two teams pair up against each other tomorrow night. You know, we're going to talk some stats about how these two, two teams on paper at least stack up against each other. But two teams are coming into it. They're both playing very good hockey. Uh, the Penguins come in with a record of 6-3-1 and one in their last two. So we'll talk all about that uh, right after the break. But first, I want to talk about our last sponsor of the day, and that is Rock Auto. Now, Everybody with with winter uh, starting to wrap up and, and you want to maybe make some new additions and, and, and changes to your car. Let me tell you, Rock Auto is your place if you want to go for parts that you're still scrounging for or parts where you, you want to kind of pimp your ride a little bit, kind of quote, kind of reference the show on MTV. Uh, but you want to save money. You don't want to break the bank doing it because you want to have some money left over to go out for the summer. Well, Rock Auto is your place. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, or even 100% more for the same parts with a chain store or car dealership? Uh, Rock Auto, and most importantly, this is the one thing that really matters to me most, is Rock Auto is a family business serving the do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. So you, they bring those family values. They know, you know, 
not everyone is going to be able to go out there and and spend a thousands two thousands three thousand dollars on brake parts well guess what they have those values they understand and they're going to bring that in and they bring that into their business model they have everything you can eat as well brake parts tail lamps motor oil and even new carpeting so go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there how did how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com and so we're Picking it back up uh, once again. If you're following, if you're following along on YouTube, uh, we're just jumping right back into it. If you're, if you're listening to us on the podcast uh, platforms, uh, you're joining us after the break. And if you're following us, don't forget to like and subscribe. Give us a rating, please. We ha- we really really appreciate it. Uh, you guys have been doing a fantastic job with that. It's it's really paying dividends. Uh, we're getting more new listeners every day, and we really appreciate the enthusiasm you guys bring on a daily basis. So go ahead and like and subscribe to us. If you want to give us a follow on our social media outlets, go ahead, LO underscore lightning on Twitter, as well as locked on underscore lightning on Instagram. Give me a follow. If you want to tweet to me, ask me some questions about the lightning, ask me some questions about the upcoming trade deadline. That's going to be interesting because uh, general manager Julian Brees boss came out the other day and essentially said that we don't really have any moves to make. And I will talk about that a little bit more. You know, the, the trade deadline isn't till the 21st of March. So we still have a couple of weeks before, you know, we could really get into the nitty gritty of that. I'm very interested to see what the lightning do, because, you know, it's one thing to say we don't need to fill any holes. But then we could be talking in a couple of weeks, God forbid, that, you know, a big time one of one of our big time players could go down. It's happened. It's happened. We could lose somebody for the rest of the year, lose somebody for the entire playoffs. So I wouldn't be surprised, you know, if 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 given the opportunity, especially if if they have to put a big contract on LIR, um, that they go out there and they make a big deal. I don't know how it's going to happen. I just I, I think that the Lightning are at a point right now, if if barring some major catastrophic injury where you lose one of our top players for the remainder of the season, I think the Lightning are fine. I, I don't see a weakness anywhere, especially with, you know, you have Zach Bogosian coming back from injury who's been out of the lineup for a very long time. And even if you don't want to rush him back in, I think Cal Foote and Mikhail Sergachev on that last line, they're doing a fantastic job. And then you have Chernak and 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 McDonough and and Ruda and, and Hedman. I, I think the back end is pretty solid. And even the forwards, I, I think the the bottom three, um, or actually the bottom, the bottom six, excuse me, the bottom six is even pretty solid. I don't see any weaknesses anywhere. Um, and I don't see these guys slowing down at any point in time. So Speaking of not slowing down at any point in time, as we know, the Lightning come into tomorrow night's game against the Pittsburgh Penguins with a five-game win streak. Now, this is not going to come down to talent, believe it or not, as as maybe most sporting events might. It does come down to talent. But this, I think whenever you play against a team like the Pittsburgh Penguins, you got to make an exception. And, and for the reasons that I stated before, because of the recent success that this team has had and just how similar they are on the ice, not so much on paper, because I think there's a lot of areas where the lightning are head and shoulders better than the Pittsburgh Penguins. But what we've seen from this Penguins team all season long, if you've been following them, if you've been able to catch them on the game is just their level of composure. Um, I, I, 
if you look at any team in the NHL other than Tampa, really the Pittsburgh Penguins are the model of been there, done that. And that it starts from the top with that team and, and Sidney Crosby. And he is the kind of player who he scares me. You know, it doesn't matter if he's in the middle of a scoring rut. It doesn't matter if he's just coming off IR or he's playing dinged up. He is the kind of guy. And, and I, I don't throw around. I don't, I don't say this a lot about a lot of players. Uh, there's only probably a handful of players that I, I look at that in the, in the national hockey league that have the ability such as Sidney Crosby, such as, Nikita Kucherov, such as Connor McDavid, who who have the ability to put a take a game, put the team on their shoulders, and completely change the just change the whole flow of the game, and to be able to to have a real impact on the game, and that's the thing I'm going to be interested to see, especially with the recent struggles in the last couple of games that the Lightning have had about allowing players to to fight easily almost for position in front of Vasilevsky is how are they going to be able to put and keep Sidney Crosby in check? A guy who is just so good at redirecting pucks, who's so good at going into the slot, drawing attention to himself and then dishing it out to the winger on uh, coming down the other lane. So it's going to be interesting to see how the lightning, uh, where they direct their attention are, are they going to have the kind of mentality? Well, he's just one guy. Let's let's have him try and beat us, and we'll focus on everybody else. Or do you bottleneck the the slot and allow a little bit more room along the boards, especially when you have a guy like Nikita Kucherov on the ice who is just so good? And we I, and I feel like I've almost done him a disjust uh, a disjustice by not talking enough about his ability of 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 just being able to control the flow of the game along the boards with the puck, whether it's in his own zone or in the attacking zone. And, and I think, you know, as, as much as he's a huge factor, it doesn't come down to one guy. I think really the defensive cores who no, no matter who's on the ice, if Hedman's on the ice and Crosby's down low, Hedman should easily, easily outman outpower him down low and, and just, Give him a little wax in the leg. Kind of, hey, I'm here. Don't get too comfortable. Um, as for that rest of that team, and even even this this Penguins team in general, other than Malkin, other than Rust, other than Crosby, I look at this team and I'm not too worried. Now, Tristan Jar, he's an interesting case. 26-11-6, a gold against average of 2.33 and a save percentage of 9-2-1 with four shutouts. You know, those are nice numbers. Uh, those are very good numbers. But you know what? I'm I if you've been listening to this show for a while, I I always have the mindset. Bring your if you think your goaltender is good, go against our goaltender. And I think, you know, especially in a game like this where there's a lot of experience flying around the ice, it, it always I think it will always come down to goaltending unless we see something absolutely wacky in this game. Um unless we see maybe the Penguins decide to start to Smith instead of Jari. I I think this is a game where it's going to be one down the middle and on both sides. Uh, if you could control the middle of the ice, you could control the neutral zone. Uh, this is going to be a game that's going to be decided by those factors. Um, are, if the Lightning could allow, if the Lightning could, could control uh, the middle in their own zone, not allow the Penguins to to penetrate deep into that slot area. Then, 
I think they could live and die. I think they could live with with Crosby getting a couple of points, as you know, especially if you have Kucherov, Stamkos, and Point going out there and doing what we know that they are fully capable of doing and what they have been doing over the last couple of games. So let us know, of course, on our social media platforms what you think. Uh, if you want to throw out some predictions, like I said, if you want to give us a couple of questions to ask on the show, be we'd love to hear from you all. Uh, and we'll be back on tomorrow's episode recapping the game once it ends. So once again, go ahead and like and subscribe to the podcast and turn on those notifications so you'll be notified as soon as the newest episode drops. So that's been it for today's episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Decker. I'll talk to you in the next one.